Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Swiss Family Gladio. I am drinking a beer called Squint's Sunflower Seed Gosa. I just tried it and I'd give it a four out of ten. I it's I thought it would be very bad considering the, the, <laughs> So you bought the, it? <laughs> the main the main flavor they're going after is like sunflower seeds and like the descriptor of it is that it is kind of salty which it is it smells like i one time had a tub of nail polish remover in which it was a tub and in the tub was a sponge soaked in the remover and with a, a like a hole cut in the middle you just stick your finger in the sponge and like rub it around the sponge and it smells exactly like that beer this beer comes from a brewery called Left Field Brewing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Left Field Brewery. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Left Field Brewery. No, that's a joke. I wish. Um, if they paid us in beer, that would be pretty good. They have good beer. I like uh, them. Well, all of their branding is like baseball game. Yeah, so each name beer. of the beer is like something about baseball, things I don't understand. Is this the brewery that has a beer that's called Ice Cold Beer? Yes, it's just called <laughs> Ice Cold Beer. <laughs> and it looks... Just like a silver can with blue writing on it. And all of the um, all of the cans tell you what this beer would pair with if you were at a ballpark. So oh, really? Squint's Sunflower Tea Goza pairs with sushi and sesame snaps. <laughs> so like, I'm sorry, who's eating sushi at a baseball game? Oh, you have not been to baseball stadiums recently. No, I'm, I've been to the Gold Eyes. There, are, there are some high-end baseball stadiums Sushi? Oh yeah. How do you like you're sitting back, you're relaxing, yeah. you're cracking a nice cold beer, and you've yeah. got your you got your chopsticks and you're just like <laughs> shoving Yeah, You got the your whole little bento of- box. <laughs> that was really bad. No, that wasn't. Yes, that was. What's the It was the that was like that's, oh, it's because you can't uh, roll your R's. I'm a Ukrainian who can't roll my R's. Is that shameful for you? Well, it's it's only shameful for me in that it brings shame to my family. Oh, gotcha. Who's yeah, yeah. calling me? Mm, long distance. It doesn't matter. Uh, typical that Nikaila's already focusing on her phone in the middle I just, of the conversation. I wanted to see how long till my tea is ready. You have a weird tasting beer and I want some happy tea. Nikaila, you are anxious today. I'm so anxious. Anxious, shaking, <laughs> oh my nervous. Gosh. I've tried fixing it. I've tried you listening. Did, no, 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 no. Your version of fixing it is like, why are you so nervous? I wouldn't be this nervous. Yeah, I wouldn't be this that nervous. Was, why are you possibly this that nervous? That's your version of fixing and helping me. You know what? I'm going to be a real great priest that helps people. We even told people why I'm anxious. Um, maybe we should save that. No, we shouldn't. Why are you anxious? We'll, we'll tell you next episode. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> no. And it's only for our patrons. Oh my gosh. We are not taking your money for this. Um, I am anxious because in one hour and 45 minutes, I have an MRI. Yeah. Of which yeah. we have talked about already. But just to recap, in case you only came in on this episode because, you know, you didn't care about us beforehand. I hurt my knee. We're figuring out why an MRI will tell us why. So I'm 
MRIing it tonight. And in the world of COVID, I have to go alone. So I can't bring you with me. So I have to go to a hospital, which like I don't like hospitals. Is that so wrong? They've but always made me uncomfortable. Shows about hospitals all the time. I know, but the act of being in a hospital has always made me nervous. I am the person where as soon as they put that like cuff on your arm to like get your blood pressure, my or blood pressure, heart rate, I don't know. My heart rate skyrockets. Well, like why like skyrockets. Why? why like do you okay let's it's let, just like first of all, it's no. like white coat syndrome i think that's what it's called like it's the so, thing my dad's the same way well let's look at it purely from your intellectual stance so keep your emotions out of it perfect like intellectually, so then i'm just gonna say that i'm totally fine okay intellectually yeah they put that they put that blood pressure arm around you like what do you intellectually understand that's happening there that they are checking my blood pressure to make sure that i don't have high Blood pressure or low blood pressure. Right. So, so does that does that more like rational part of the brain perceive any fear at all? No. Okay. And, and so the not, other thing, so it's, so it's not like a, it's not something you can point to in terms of rational. Like, no, because here's the other thing: is that it is more a physiological response in my body than it is a mental roadblock. Ooh, tea. Okay, Nikhil's walking away right now to get her tea. So maybe. Okay, but I, can I talk a little bit about myself now? Um, yeah, so I've been working hard on building this habit through the habit course. Well, what? Okay, I'm going to talk about Nikhil here and what I think are her issues. So, so you know, intellectually, she understands that there isn't an issue when you I put just the armband done, around your head. I wasn't head. done with this idea because I, I think that our listeners out there may understand this feeling too. It is a... F- right. I have that feeling in certain areas. Do you... Like when... what In what scenario do you get a physiological response that you rationally like... Right. Are, are thinking totally different than how your body's reacting. Sometimes flying. Yeah. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Not... not they're often, but yeah. sometimes. See, flying my brain and my body are both in fear. <laughs> right. But but like when it comes to the arm, the arm pressure thing on your arm. Yeah. Like th- there, th- there must be something like those feelings of anxiety don't come out of nowhere. Right. Like those are somehow trained or learned or embedded or I don't ever remember a time growing up where I wasn't like afraid of going to the doctor. Yeah. You know, so you learned to be afraid to go to the doctor at some point. Yeah. But not for my mom. Cause she's like, she works in the medical, she field. works in the medical field and she is so interested and loves all of it. So like, it's not like I got it from her. Right. My dad's afraid of of doctors. Well, there you go. Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good call back. I liked that. Lawrence, uh, if you want to call uh, the number on your screen right now and we'll have a little uh, therapy session right now. <laughs> number on your screen. <laughs> That's a really funny idea. Yeah. Okay. Now you can talk about yourself in your habit building course. Oh, we weren't done talking about your anxiety. Oh, we're not? Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. Um, we, oh, I've been working on this habit course and I'm nearing the end and I'm, I just counted 14 days in on trying to build an exercise routine. Good job. Which is biking on the stationary bike for 15 minutes every single day. Yeah. So I've been learning different techniques, learning kind of what works, what doesn't work. Is, um, are your techniques like two hands on the handlebars, exactly. one hand on the handlebars? No, 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 no I'm a no-hander. Oh, yeah. look, mom, no hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a stationary bike. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's been good so far. 
Uh, one thing that I think has been happening is that, well, I've been relatively busy with um, with church stuff, right? Getting mm-hmm. everything ready. We're putting together a website, you know, the whole yeah. doing a whole bunch of church stuff. Yeah. And then doing a lot of this habit stuff and then also letting, taking some of those habits and like adding some little micro habits here and there in my day, right? Such as? Oh, such as anytime I leave a space, like if I leave the living room or like I leave the kitchen to set it up so everything is clean when I leave. Yeah. Right? So that the next time I enter that space, Mm -hmm. it is ready to use and pristine. Which, you know, also came in really handy when we were showing the condo and having showings here and had to live like tiny church mice. Right. So, yeah, that's one thing I've been I've been doing. Uh, which has been really nice, and 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 I could talk about that later. But the point being, I think I've been using my willpower mm-hmm. a lot more than normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just living my day to day life. I've been actually intentional, and I actually haven't had much time to go for walks and just be disconnected from things. So I've been working, working, working. Habit, habit, habit. Willpower, willpower, willpower. Mm-hmm. And. I, and then all of a sudden, the past couple of days, like, I would just get annoyed by you. Yeah, you were so annoyed at me, which is, it's nice to have the roles reversed. Normally, <laughs> I'm annoyed at you. <laughs> but I would just be, like, so annoyed. And I, it, and I couldn't, and I knew that it was rational. Yeah. Because there's nothing you're doing that was Oh, annoying. this is how it's all connected about feeling some way and thinking, it. oh, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe. you were just, like, changing the subject. I was. Time. You connected that. I, oh. <laughs> that was not my plan. <laughs> Thought that this, I thought that you were doing something on purpose. No, um, and and then so I think Nikaila, I know what I need to do to solve this. Well, one, one of the, the annoyance at me thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, my irritability, I guess. Mm-hmm. One one of the interesting things that I've learned about willpower is that willpower has you have a stamina of willpower throughout the day. Yeah. Right. So like literally in the morning, you have more willpower. Right, like yeah. the, the further into the day you go, the harder it is to pick up those things that you wanted that you really want to make sure you want to do. So if there mm-hmm. is a small habit you want to do, say you want to start writing every yeah. day, you want to write five hundred words a day or something oh, like that. That's a lot. Um, what you need to do is build it into a morning routine, yeah. right? Yeah. Or into an don't save part it and be like, oh, I'll do it after work in the evening because you're just not going to. No, because your willpower is gone. Right. Right. So and you- your decision making power is also gone at that point too. Yes. So to like yeah. decide like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write. Right, because That's another decision a, you'd have to make. You have a limited number of good decisions you can make in a day mm-hmm. or, or decisions that you can put your entire energy into making the right decision. Yeah. You can only make a certain amount of those a day. Yeah. That's why it's good to have a simple wardrobe. Right. Like you know, we do. Waste decision, waste valuable decision uh, competency, decision competency. I don't know. Well, it's that. It's, uh, <laughs> that was such a dead end to that. Oh, we had dead air. I didn't um, care anymore. Now is the time, everybody, for our family and friends call out. No. Our shout out. There it is. Emily, would you like to call out Emily? <laughs> I have. I have been called out that apparently I only shout out Emily. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm okay with. So I have decided we are going to add a third segment to this podcast shouting out emily it's called the emily corner (laughs) where each of us pick one thing we like about her and just talk about it for an extra 15 to 20 minutes wow each okay we know we have to give we have to give her for our patrons (laughs) (laughs) give us money if you want to hear us ramble on about emily Emily. you can have access to that podcast for free dan pays five dollars yeah dan does Uh, no i will not 
shout out Emily, no matter how much I want to, um, Emily, I love you, but I will shout out my good friend, Andrew Brown. Who? I don't know. Andrew Brown. He is the one who told me that I apparently only call out Emily. And he is one of the two people that would text us in between episodes and say, when's the next one coming out? So that's how you know he is dedicated. So Andrew, thank you so much for being dedicated to our rambles. Can you explain a little bit to maybe some of our audience who wouldn't know your relationship to Andrew Brown, who right. Andrew Brown is? Right. Okay. So Andrew Brown is one of my high school best friends that has stayed the course of time of that you're still friends with them. Um, and he is, he was the MC at our wedding. He was indeed. And he is someone who we can give credit to us being together. Sorry. He can take credit, but there's a dispute. The, oh, it is. It is hotly disputed as to who has credit for us being together. We have heard many options. I like the Andrew Brown option um, because I was the one that was directly influenced by him to be with you because he said, come to improv. And I said, I don't want to. And he said, please come to improv. And then you were the improv coach. Yeah. But, you know, my brother-in-law Martinez says that the only reason I was in improv was because of him was because he brought Nina into improv when they were in high school and Nina brought me into improv. So here's the so thing. The only reason I was in improv in the first place to meet you yeah. was because Martinez brought Nina. Into so, improv. okay. So we need to give equal credit to Martinez and Andrew then. Well, no. Do you remember what your mother said? Yeah. She wedding? birthed me, whatever. <laughs> That's like one of those boring things of like, yeah, okay. No one can dispute that. So exactly. That ruins That's called the game. a Trump card. Can we say that word anymore? <laughs> is is, is uh, we're gonna get uh, canceled? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. De- defund <laughs> Swiss Family Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we have no funding. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. So that's um, that is a hello to Andrew Brown. A congratulations to him for his team making the Super Bowl. Yes, he is a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Andrew. <laughs> no, he's no. a fan of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. And last time they were in the Super Bowl, they actually won. They won big. When was that? 2002. Andrew, you can correct me. Was that the one against Oakville? Oakville! Oakville! <laughs> Oakville! <laughs> I didn't even notice Oakville, it. Ontario. <laughs> I didn't even notice. The Oakville Raiders. <laughs> that Oakland? famous team. Oakland? California. Al Davis was like Oakville, <laughs> Ontario. That's a okay. promising city. If you were to, you know, mirror two cities together, would you not put Oakland and Oakville as no. the exact same? No, I can't. O- no. Oakville so is like the highest. They are so different. Money per person rate in Canada. Oh my gosh! In oh, any city, that was really funny. Oakland. Yes, Oakland. <laughs> It's a nice city, but I know that there's, you know, a Isn't lot Isn't it of, like rough town? Well, there's there's rough areas that are quite rough. The uh, the fans of the team before they moved always looked scary. Wow. They would wear a lot of scary masks and armor. No, that's how they look, Nikaila. Oh, gosh. You're the worst. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations, Andrew. I'm sorry that I am rooting against you, um, but I told you that from the beginning of the season. I'm rooting against Tom Brady. Same. But like... Literally anybody else on the team, I'd be happy for them to win. Yeah. But like if Tom Brady could like get hurt. Oh, here's here's what happens. Tom Brady gets hurt before the Super Bowl, can't play. <gasps> that would be amazing. Backup comes in. I don't even know who the backup is. Doesn't even matter. Let's say they sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I like it. He comes in, right? He has a he has a streak of Fitz magic he on has, the field. Exactly. And yeah. they win it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Happiest clam oh, I am. And then the the title in the newspaper the next day, Tom Who? 
Oh, I like yeah. that. And then they yeah. fire him and he becomes poor. Uh, Fitzmagic? No, no, oh, no. Okay. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. So yes, Andrew, I would like it if your team would win if Tom Brady wasn't there. But if, as long as he's in the stadium and dressed as a player, I want the Chiefs to win. Right. So you want him hurt so bad he doesn't even get dressed to play. Oh, what if he got some real bad COVID? Wow. Okay. That's the line. I think Good. we found a line. Okay. Sorry. Not real bad COVID. I want him to only lose his sense of smell. And they, they're like, he's questionable. But, but no, but like, remember the, the Browns coach had COVID and he had to like sit in his house. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. you know, if they have COVID, they're and not allowed in the stadium the at all. the Browns annihilated the Steelers. I didn't want to talk about that side of the story. Okay. Um. So yeah, Andrew says that they are the home team because it's in their stadium and it goes by whatever stadium conference holds the time. And he would like them to wear their creamsicle uniforms. And I would be very happy if they did. Um. Is it okay if I go to my shout out? Uh, fine. Okay. Only if it's also to Andrew Brown. It is not. Or Andrew to Emily. Brown. Or Emily. Dang it. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay, continue. I am so sorry. It's your turn now. You're friends. Um, I'm going to uh, shout out somebody who I know absolutely is not listening to this podcast. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's uh, Daniel Dirksen. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care at all. No, didn't care. Um, he's busy helping babies. He's, I don't think he's working with, that's been years ago. Oh, sure. I don't know what he does. So my friend. Daniel, if you happen to be listening, what do you do? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. So Daniel Dirksen, uh, we met my like first proper day at high school in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. I had no friends. No, you I didn't did know not. what to do. It's my first lunch. What do you do when you're a new kid and you're in a cafeteria? Where Oof. do you sit? Oof. You know what you do? You don't sit anywhere. You go into the hallway and walk nice. around. Because there's, you know, it's better to look like you pretend that you have something to do than to be sitting alone at a table. Yeah, that's very true. Because you might as well just write on your forehead, I'm a loser. Oh, that was already written on your forehead. Right. Even though the actual thing to do is to sit there confidently and then everyone will be like, Oh, cool wow. guy. Like, is he single? <laughs> um, so, single? So you were yeah. very single in high school. Yeah. All you high school kids listening to this, <laughs> just pretend to be confident and people will think you are confident. And then all of we'll a sudden think you you'll are be single. like, and then you'll all of a sudden be like, wait, am I actually confident? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I went up into the link. I think we talked about this last time, didn't we? You and I talked about this recently in our own life. I don't I, know if this was on the air. Well, I met uh, Daniel Dirksen and then we... Uh, hung out. We became friends at that point. Mm -hmm. And uh, we text very often, mostly about football. Yes. And it's uh, a lot of fun. So my friend Mai and I have a fun, funny joke that we say about you is that, so you have like all of your notifications on everything ever turned off, right? Yes. I only get notifications for a very few things. So the only people, A, the only person that like you'll actually get a notification from, no, there's two. It's me and Daniel Dirksen. Those are the only two. So like if your mom texts you, don't care. Nope, it's silent. If yeah. Justin Trudeau texts you, you're going to miss it. Yep. If I text you, you'll get it. You still aren't going to respond. It'll go boop, boop. And then if Daniel Dirksen texts you, it'll go boop, boop, boop. Oh, the third boop is mm -hmm. how you know it is yeah. Daniel Dirksen. Well, it happened today where I was making coffee and I just said out of the blue, oh, Daniel Dirksen texted me. And you're like, how do you know? And I said, today in general? And you're like, no, right now. I felt it in my pocket. Oh, that's cute. Just a nice little quick hug yeah. on your leg from your friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Leaving it there. Well, hi, Daniel. Maybe uh, you should tune in sometime. Be a supportive friend. I don't know. Me and Daniel get along so well because we are peacemakers and we make fun of each other and we know that we have our, each other's best interests at heart. That's nice. Yeah. I know almost nothing about Daniel. 
about Daniel? Yeah. Well, too bad I know he you. has a cat named Mocha. <coughs> and did or does still live across from a cemetery. He does. Armstrong in Winnipeg. I shouldn't say that. Don't people. don't tell people his um, address. Yeah, because this is such a huge <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes, Mocha is his cat who loves me. That's and good. I always ask for updates about Mocha. That's cute. Cats like you in general, don't they? Because I hear something tapping on the window. That's terrifying. Yeah, there's something tapping. Maybe I need to walk over and open it up. Oh, I understand what's happening. It's kind of windy too, isn't it? <laughs> Honey, Marcus, okay, I go. I'm just going to walk over to the window now. I'm going to walk over to the window. And here I go. I'm going to open it up. Whoa! Wow. I well, you know what that I'm, breeze I, I think, signifies. I think I'm over this. You know what that breeze signifies. I've forgotten. Wildcard Wednesdays. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. T- today's Wildcard Wednesday question. Yes. Is... If you could be present at any major historical event oh. that you were not alive to see, mm-hmm. what event would that be? And it would be, let's say, a an event that you could experience at most within a couple of hours. So, what, like, what do you mean by that? Like, not World War II. Like that. Yeah. That's that's four that's, years. No, like yeah. we're talking an event okay. at least within okay. a couple of hours. This is a really interesting question. So, the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that it we is. We can do multiple. Okay, so I will say the first thing that came to mind, and then maybe while you're saying your own, I will think of another one. But the beheading of Anne Boleyn. Why is that? Because Tudor England, like that, just sounds like a really great time to be. The fashions would have been crazy. Like there would have been big ruffs and collars and whatever. Um, and I mean, like Anne Boleyn has gone down in history, you know, she like, she changed a lot of things just by being her wily conniving self. Yeah. Like what did she change? The whole church of England happened because of her. Did it? Yeah. They were, uh, they were attached to Rome and then, and then she wanted, um, Henry the eighth to annul his marriage to Catherine of Aragon of Spain, Aragon. Yeah. Would you say Spain. that that is the only reason that the Church of England was born? Guaranteed the only one. It's on the books. What 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 <laughs> evidence could I hypothetically provide you that would change your mind? Um any evidence that says it happened. <laughs> I'd believe you. <laughs> like, you hold you hold this so dear, but also at any like, at any point in time you can change my mind. You're like a salt shaker on the edge of a table. You're, be, you're being held up, but the slightest breeze yeah. will just Like if you show me an edited wikipedia page by someone i'd be like yeah sure like that is how easily you could change my mind on that yeah but um i just think that that would be really cool also i mean like beheadings were a spectacle for a long time so you're saying you would like to kind of be at a beheading maybe so sounds pretty cool you know like how how fast does it is it like a one swipe done can i see the spinal cord like you know, is it one of those people where it takes like four times and you can like hear them screaming as they keep trying to sever the head? You know, it's just a really interesting idea. I think I'm going to defund this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you have learned a new thing of our marriage and you're not happy about it. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that's my first, my first So instinct. when you tell me not to lose my head. <laughs> I've never said that to you before. <laughs> also, we play the, like we play the card game guillotine. That's fun. That's all about beheading. I mean, that's France, but... I like England more than France and English history. <laughs> Is that an okay thing to say? Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, where do you want to be in history? I think it would be fun to watch the live the moon landing. Like you want to be on the moon? Well, that would be fun too. <laughs> you want to just be like sitting on yeah. like, you know, all those memes. No, you don't know those memes that are going around of Bernie Sanders um, because you're not on the internet at all. But there are memes of Bernie Sanders from the inauguration. He's just like sitting in a chair, arms crossed, legs crossed, like big parka, some like 
mittens and just like looking hilarious. Um, so it would be you, but sitting on the moon like that. Well, sure. Yeah. Just like waiting for them to land, being like, what took you guys so long? Well, it'd be cool to be on the moon. But it, yeah, it would, I don't like, want just to. the energy of like the first time that man walks on the moon. Yeah. Like it's just it's uh, it's crazy to me. Yeah. That has been a thing for you. Yeah. You're a big moon guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I moon people all the time. Should have said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That was funny. So, Yuri, I think it's about time we tell the people what they've been waiting for. When did you light something on fire? What? What? Don't did we, did don't we promise to tell people? Yes. That we in like the second episode, we, would, we were like, we'll tell the story of how we lit things on fire. And then we never did. And who's, now it's episode like six. Who's bringing this up to your attention? My own brain. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So before every episode, you tell me, don't slam the table. And now you're putting your glass down so strongly and you keep rolling up this placemat and it's making little crinkle noises and everyone's going to hear it. And you get mad at me? Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, not having it. You done? (laughs) Yes. Well, I'll just tell you, I just got burned. Oh, yeah. The fire. Good one. By me. (laughs) The fire. By me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a young boy, maybe seven, eight years old, and I was an altar boy. And there comes a point in the service when the priest, in this case, my father, comes out with a gospel book. So that's a big, big book bound in gold plating, yeah. literally, literally. Yeah. puts it down on a stand and reads it out during the service. But in this particular book, the pages kind of came out a little bit on okay. each side from the gold. Okay. And I was standing and our job was to walk out and stand on either side of this podium. And he's facing the people, but two altar boys, one on either side of the podium holding a candle. Yeah. And you have this like little candle, uh, kind of like a, a big wooden stick with, you know, with a candle inside of it and whatever. Sure. But there's an open flame at the top. And I remember I was about right at that right height where wherever, however I was holding the candle, the open flame was about level with where the pages of the book were, the open book on my end. Okay. And I thought, I I remember this, like thinking this. I remember thinking, I wonder how close I can get the flame without it lighting the (laughs) book on fire. (laughs) Which inevitably means that you will light the book on fire. So I like slowly just, you know, get closer closer. and closer and closer. And not from, like, not absent-mindedly. Like sometimes altar boys just, yeah. you're, you're, you're No, you were, you were purposely I'm bringing that candle. I just wanted, I wanted video camera footage. Because it just would have been like really intentional, like moving of this fire closer to the Bible. Anyways, it gets closer and closer. And then... It just like lights a bit of the paper on fire and like turns brown the edges. Uh-huh. And my dad, with his right hand, because I was standing at his right, just like grabs that part, like to smother it with mm-hmm. his hand. Mm-hmm. Like does not break stride in reading. Oh my at goodness! All. No, no breaking in stride. He oh just puts my his, goodness! Like, he, it could have been anything else. He just put his hand there, and I just yeah. like I shot back. Of course. And just Realized. stood stock still for the rest of the day. <laughs> and I don't think he brought it up to me after or anything. It oh, was my just, gosh. Because yeah. he probably thought it was a mistake because he wasn't watching you intently move mm-hmm. that candle. Yeah, yeah. Like he might have thought like, oh, Yuri's not paying attention anymore, you know, mm-hmm. drops his candle onto the book. I remember one time in another church. This was in Grimsby, Ontario. I was in the alt. I was in the. The sacristy and the, the sacristy is the word that you use for not the actual altar area, but the room in the back where you keep like the implements. Yes. Right. The, the tools. S- the sacristy. Yes. Um, 
or you can prep everything and whatever. And I, I was in the sacristy and I remember like looking in the mirror, I was like looking in the mirror and there was an altar boy behind me from like that church who had like a pretty big mop of, of hair. Okay. And he took like a barbecue lighter, like put it in his hair and just like lit his oh hair. Oh my goodness. Just like because. Oh my and it, like, goodness. it caught fire for a bit and he, he like slapped his head to put oh it out. Oh my word. And it did not smell good. No. By the way, things that altar boys do are crazy. Oh man. It sounds like a, yeah. like a hoot back there. Have you ever lit anything on fire? Yeah. So in the opposite reaction to your dad's cool as a cucumber, just holding a fire with his hand. I started a fire oh, in my kitchen. Boy, so you're gone. I don't know where you are. This is in Winnipeg. This is in Winnipeg. We had just been probably a year or two into marriage. Yeah, so we're like in our basement apartment. I'm cooking. You're gone. I was like breading some chicken and like putting it in a pan, whatever. Somehow, I don't. I to this day, I don't know how it happened. It must have been like extra flour had combusted or something. But I'm like, I'm putting a strip of chicken that is just lightly coated in some flour into the pan. I take my hand away. Suddenly whoosh, like two foot flames, like super high right away. So it starts like licking the top of the, the hood, like above the stovetop. And so rather than thinking rationally, I run away. <laughs> so I <laughs> run out of the house up the stairs. So like, the back door of the house, there would be stairs to go down to our unit and stairs up to the main floor unit, the like homeowners. So I run up my stairs. I run up there as I bang on the door. I bang, 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 bang. And then I stop. I'm like, what am I doing? I have to go back. So I run back. I look at the fire. And at this point it's taller now. So now it's like licking the bottom of the cabinets that are above the, the hood range thing. So then I look at it and I say, okay, it's a, it's a, what's the kind of, what was the name of the grease fire? Yeah. I was like, it's a grease fire. Don't use water. Run away. <laughs> so I had, I had the understanding that I knew not to use water on a grease fire. And then you ran away, <laughs> but I still couldn't do anything in that second. So I had to run away. So I run out of the house. I run up the stairs. I bang on their door. Bang, 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 bang. I run back down. I look at it and I say, smother it. Okay. <laughs> so then what I do is I take a dish towel Okay. And I like throw a dish towel on top of the fire that very thankfully did put it out because then later on my mother had said, you know, looking back, that was still a dumb idea because but the cloth, cloth is flammable, flammable. Right. So I, I luckily did not burn it down. And then at this point, after I've put the towel on and I'm just like standing there staring, then the homeowner comes downstairs is like, what's going on? I was like, I'm lighting things on fire. So then basically what I did is I sat on the stairs outside of my apartment. I just sat there and cried. <laughs> I called my dad and I said, I don't know what to do. I lit everything on fire. And to end the day, I left the house, left everything exactly as it was. There's just kicked. Just imagine me walking in. And There's like chicken sitting on the counter. There's like it's a black soot. bowl of flour. There's soot. Like on. everything in the pan is like everything in the pan is just ash. still there. Like I've taken off the, the cloth. Like I knew it wasn't still a fire or anything. So like it's just like the pan is all black and ashed. The white cabinets have these black smudges on them. There's chicken on the counter and I am just out of the house. And I went to St. Patel Mall and I got Thai Express for dinner and I bought myself a lipstick to make myself feel better. <laughs> and that is the time self-soothing that I lit something on fire. I don't know where I learned not to use water on a grease fire, but I'm very thankful I knew that. Well, I think our audience should vote on who they think has the better story. 
guaranteed it's me you lit a few pages of a church book on fire for a second well let the audience decide fine everyone text the number on your screen <laughs> option one for yuri option two for nikaila who had a better no, story please visit our website qanon.com oh <laughs> you're so bad you are so bad um, but in all honesty if you do want to visit my website there's some fun stuff there there's literally nothing fun on there there is i think you blog post Oh, how fun. It's yep. it's a sermon. I wrote a blog post. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's about that. Oh, man. I think we should uh, think about calling it a day. It's 8 o'clock. Okay, I have an hour and 15 minutes. Let's watch some uh, TV to take your fretting. mind off it. <sighs> I don't want to do this. Okay, thank you to all our listeners. We're not on social media. Thank you, friends. Also, I mean, seriously, media, yeah, but. I am. But seriously, text us. When you listen to this and have funny thoughts or comments, please text us. It really, really warms our hearts. Um, mm -hmm. especially after today because I'm a nervous little baby child mm -hmm. and need a hug from my friends via text message. Alrighty. Well, keep it real, everybody. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.